Welcome to the Amazing Clarks Podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are the, the Amazing, Amazing Clarks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband and wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years and that have been passionately in love for 30. They call us the Amazing Clarks because we empower people to live amazing lives. And you are joining us here for our love revolution, where we discuss ideas and concepts that help us love ourselves and one another more, because we need more love in the universe. Right. No matter what level you're on, we're here to get you high. (laughs) (laughs) You're adorable. I love you. So today we have another amazing show. What's today's topic? Today's topic is try a little love and tenderness. Mm, Try a little love Mm. and tenderness. Okay. I'm ready to try a little love tenderness okay. you know what I'm saying? this is in relationships is yes. this more for daters or couples what do you, tweet? you know i think it's across the board i really do i think mm-hmm. it's something we need to understand about relationships so i think you're going to get some surprises in this episode i've got some like talking it. points that i'm super excited about but okay. before we get into that let's catch up with the clarks anthony how is your week going anything new interesting you want to share my week is actually going great been an amazing week uh, it's been an amazing couple of months life is good for me. One of the things that's been happening is that I've been consistently hitting the gym. Yes, you have. And I'm very grateful because being down here in North Carolina, Mm -hmm. I don't have as many distractions. Right. And so I don't have as many excuses to not make it to the gym. (laughs) Right. So I've been very great, happy that I've been going every day. I stay for about two hours at a pop, Mm -hmm. but I'm in the moment. Right. And in LA, in Long Beach, I remember when I go to the gym, as soon as I get in the gym, I'm anxious to get out because my brain starts going, you got to work on this. You got to work on that. Yeah. You got to climb this. And you got to go, 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 go. And I would leave earlier, mm-hmm. make shortcuts. But here, I'm able to be in a moment yeah. and just stay and train my body to just be in a moment and don't leave until I'm ready to leave. And it's been working out great. It has been working out real great because you are looking sexy and delicious. So thank you for that pattern reset because we made a big move and your environment kind of creates your habits. So Mm -hmm. because we have a brand new environment, it's a great time for us to reset. So we both have been doing that and you've been doing a great job and it's amazing. I like it. I love being able to do a reset. You're creating new patterns of behavior. Yeah, we're resetting all of our habits. So I'm focused more on reading, all the things I said I wanted to do that I didn't yeah. do, all the habits that I wanted to change. I've really been focusing on changing them since we've been here. So mm-hmm. the gym and working out and taking better care of ourselves and making ourselves a priority is definitely been part of that. So yeah, I agree. I feel like that's one of the reasons that we came down here. The universe knew what we needed. Yeah. And we were ready for the next level. And this is going to get us to the next level. 100%. We are showing ourselves a little love and tenderness. That's right. Which is a good segue into the main <laughs> topic. Well, the reason I wanted to talk about this topic is we all as human beings have an ego and a spirit. And in relationships, we tend to filter through one or the other. And it's really easy when we get our feelings hurt, things don't go the way that we want, we don't get positive feedback from our partner, to really start reacting to each other through the filter of ego. Mm-hmm. And the ego does not want a relationship. 
And if it does want relationship, it wants to control it. Right. Because so, the ego's selfish, ultimately. And a relationship means you got to think of others some and give and take. Give yeah. and take, right. You got to be considerate. So this spiritual part of you is the love part of you. It's the part of you that wants relationship, that wants closeness, that sees the good in your partner, that sees the good in you. But most people don't know how to distinguish between the ego and the spirit. So they tend to react to each other in ego. So for example, they can see maybe their partner needs a hug or their partner asks them for some love, some shape or form, right? Can you give me a hug? Can you hold my hand? The response will be like, why? Why you need me to hold your hand? Why you need this? Why you need that? And that is the ego showing up with resentment and trying to get you back for maybe some past thing you said or some past experience you had. So The way to override that is to really make top of mind, I want to treat my partner and myself with love and tenderness. And ask yourself, am I being loving and tender in this moment? Or is my ego leading in this conversation or leading in my action? Right. You know, I agree. And we see it all the time in coaching. And we've seen it in our own personal relationship. Yeah. And getting control of that ego is really, really difficult and challenging. And like you said, the ego doesn't want you to be in a relationship. Your ego, if you allow it to go unchecked, it'll destroy your relationship. It'll destroy your life. It'll Mm -hmm. destroy everything that you got good going on. And then turn around and make you feel bad like it was your fault. So the ego is there to serve you, not to run the program. But I think that with most people, they've been in that egoic state since childhood because that ego showed up to help them to survive traumas when they didn't have answers or solutions or guidance. So Mm -hmm. the ego goes, I'll solve it for you. It doesn't really have the answers. It's more of a crutch or a Band-Aid, but it's better than nothing. Right. And it gets you through to a certain point. But if you're not careful and you let it run the show, you will identify with your ego and think your ego is you. But meanwhile, there's that flip side, your higher self, which looks at everything through the eyes of love, abundance, and appreciation. That's the part that gets you more connected to your partner. That's the part that makes you self-reflect and grow. That's the part that makes you look at something when you know you're bad and go, you know, I was bad. I was wrong on that. I apologize. And so when couples are able to operate from their higher self instead of the ego, things will naturally go way better. And you need the ego sometimes. Absolutely. So you can't kill it or destroy it, but utilize it to serve you. And I've seen in a lot of relationships, especially with a lot of men, I'll say, they could be very, very cold towards their women. Mm -hmm. And that's where the love and tenderness I think you're talking about comes in. And it's like she's crying. Give her a hug. Why should I give her a hug? I'm not doing that. Or she needs you to be more sensitive right now to her needs. Right. And it's a sense of like, no, I'm not going to do that. Why should I do that? And this is how I look at it. I look at it like, even though I may be irritated, Mm -hmm. I see that little girl inside of you. I try to remind myself of that little girl. Right. That younger version of you. And she's just as alive as you are today. It makes me think bigger. Right. And get away from the ego and be able to operate for my higher self in order to try to be there and support unconditionally. Right. And give you that love. Well, you know, I'll even the playing field. I've seen women do it too. Oh yeah, women do it. You know, unwilling to be affectionate, unwilling to praise men always kind of complaining about what they're not doing. And that's where the love and tenderness comes in. Like you have to pay attention to yourself. And how much am I complimenting you? How much am I telling you that you're doing right? That's the love and tenderness. It's really easy to get into ego energy where everything is about judging, shaming, blaming, 
what you're not doing, what's not working. And eventually that will destroy your relationship. And I would even apply this to dating. If you are dating through ego, your ego is never going to let you find a partner because it's always going to find fault. It's always going to find something wrong. It is looking for someone who is perfect and, and, and there's no one perfect. And it's not going to allow you to be vulnerable. And, it, and exactly. you need vulnerability in order to connect to people. Exactly. Right. So what I'm talking about is realizing that you have a spirit and your spirit is loving and tender. And then asking yourself, how much am I filtering my communication how I show up in the world, how I interact with people, how much love and tenderness and grace am I showing to others? And the thing that's interesting about that, it's really hard to do it for other people if you're not able to do it for yourself. So the place that you can start is actually building a relationship with your ego and building a relationship with your spirit. And the way that you do that is recognize the voice of your ego versus the voice of your spirit. Your ego is generally going to be negative. And like I said, blaming, nothing's good enough, everyone's wrong, they're bad, I got to hold them accountable. It's kind of a, a hard energy. And then your spirit is generally love and acceptance and appreciation. And it's really knowing which voice is guiding you. And the way that you do that is in coaching, we teach our clients to name their ego. And once you name your ego, you can separate yourself from it. Like I have an ego. My ego's name is Mallory. And Mallory likes to be in control. She tends to, you know, watch and see if somebody's coming for her. But Mallory is not only hard on other people, she's hard on me too, and tells me I'm not doing enough, that I need to do more, I'm doing it wrong. And so the way that I manage Mallory is I show her love and tenderness. I say, Mallory, I love you, but I need you to chill out right now. I'm trying to listen to my spirit. I'm trying to be more of a match to love and communication and connection. And when I do that, that voice calms down, that filter goes away, and then I'm able to flow more love and flow more positive energy. But it's my responsibility to manage my ego and not to let it ruin relationships. Because once your ego says something mean or does something mean, then it disappears and you're left holding the bag and you got to clean up the mess. And then when you go to clean it up, it generally comes back and doesn't let you clean it up until you push people away. So it's really about managing that aspect of yourself. And then on the flip side, as Anthony says, flip it, building a relationship with your spirit. Spirit, reveal yourself to me. Help me to be loving. Help me to make the right decisions. And the problem with the ego is that once that your ego pops up and it starts running the program, it's going to say or do something that's going to be a little offensive to your partner. And then once that happens, then your partner's ego shows up. And now you got two people with these egos trying to solve adult sensitive situations. It ain't going to happen. It's just going to get worse and worse and worse. Yeah. And once again, most people can't even identify when they're in that egoic state because they've been there for so long. They live there for the most part. That's their default. So they just think, this is who I am. No, it's not who you are. That's a side aspect of you that you've just got so comfortable with that you've been so used to for so long. It gives you the illusion that, that you're that. But there's another side of you, that higher self. Like Melanie said, your higher self, it operates from a place of love. Your higher self doesn't take anything personally. Your higher self has compassion for people. Your higher self realizes that everything is perfect. There are no accidents, there are no mistakes. It flows. 
And so when you can realize that right now, I can tell by my emotions, I'm out of alignment right now. That's an indication that my ego is here, that I'm in that egoic state. Now, don't fight it. It's not a bad thing. It's normal. Mm -hmm. But now once you can be aware and acknowledge that, yes, it is here, then it's easier to tap into the spirit. So with me, when I'm pissed off sometimes, irritated, I realize, oh my God, I'm out of alignment. I'm in my egoic state. And especially when it comes to us, I can identify by my conversations in my head. So for example, if the conversation is, you know what, she doesn't like me, and I like what she did to me, and she always does it, <laughs> then I realize like, look at you, you're in your egoic state. Look at little ego, Anthony, look at you. <laughs> and my spiritual side does that, it laughs. Like, it's okay, look at you, look like a little bitch, look at you whining and crying, like, she doesn't like me, she keeps me. And, and it makes me laugh. Yeah. Then I laugh at myself, and when I laugh at myself, then it gets me back in alignment my spirit could take over and I don't take things as personally you know I think it boils down to the ego wants to feel in control and the way that the ego wants to control is it wants your partner to be just like you think like me act like me do everything like me so for me when I catch myself having those conversations like he's doing it wrong why is he doing that he should do that like this he should do it like that I'm like oh that's all Mallory and I have to have this talk with myself. One of the things I love about Anthony is Anthony is Anthony. And if I control him, he becomes me and I'm in a relationship with myself. And so this is where the love and tenderness is. I start focusing on the things that I love about you and that I appreciate about you. And I realize that it's okay for you to be different than me. We're not going to do everything the same. And that's my job to talk myself down from there. Because no one wants to be in a relationship with a parent that's constantly criticizing and trying to control your actions and how you show up. We can ask for what we want. We could say, hey, this works for me and it makes me feel really good. But you have to accept that your partner is not going to agree with everything that you want. And you can still love them and you can still be kind and tender with them even when they're not agreeing with you 100%. And I think that's one of the things that we've worked on a lot in our marriage is agreeing to disagree. We're two totally different people with different backgrounds and upbringing. There's no way we're going to see everything the same. So we have to give each other that grace. And when we focus on being loving and tender, then we can accept each other. I agree. So I wanted to talk about this today because I want to say to all of you, if you want love in your life, Try a little love and tenderness. Be loving and tender with yourself and be that way with other people. It's amazing when you focus on love and tenderness, you attract love and tenderness. Mm -hmm. And right now, a lot of people are on defense. They're up in arms. Mm -hmm. Their their conversations about love are angry and negative. And that is not the energy that you're trying to attract in your life. So, And usually when you're around someone that's like that or if you're like that, Mm -hmm. I guarantee you, Mm -hmm. if you ask yourself, where did this come from? Just Mm -hmm. look around you. Yeah. Look at who raised you. Yeah. Look at the circles of your friends, people. Yep. Because odds are, that's where you picked it up because that's how you were taught. You were subconsciously programmed and that's what you became. And then look at those people and think, how well is it working out for them? Mm-hmm. How good did it feel as a child growing up with that person treating you like that? Right. And so we don't realize it sometimes, but that thing that we get pissed off about, we become. Right. That thing that hurt us, we could become without even realizing it, that we're becoming it. But then when you see it and you realize it, don't get mad. Celebrate that you see it because you have awareness. And once you have awareness, then you can change it. It's always a work in progress, people. But 
it's definitely worth the work. Absolutely. So I hope your takeaway was you do have the ability to show love and tenderness. And that is actually what we're seeking from each other when we're seeking love. We're seeking the spirit of one another. And if you can show up with that in your relationships, you will have love in your life. You'll have it for yourself and you'll attract people who can mirror that back to you. But that really is the key to getting the love that you want. And you have to keep practicing every day. We've been together 30 years and we still every day have to consciously be loving and tender with one another. And it doesn't always happen, but when it's not happening, we know it's not happening. And so we just switch our focus back to be loving and tender. Very true. Very true. Great show. Look at that when the whole episode, and I didn't say anything that made people clutch their pearls. <laughs> and so that's good, huh? Uh, yeah. You could you pick the next couple of episodes. Oh, yeah. We'll all no, clutch our pearls course, together, baby. We love that about you. You make us dig deeper and make us think. Yes. I appreciate that. Well, thank you listeners as well for hanging out with us. We love and appreciate each and every one of you yes we do and if you guys haven't had a chance yet to get a copy of our book crack the code secrets to achieving your happily ever after this is an amazon bestseller grab your copy at amazon.com if you guys are interested in coaching with us you can go to theamazingbox.com and sign up for coaching you can coach by phone or by zoom on video it's just like being there in person and last but not least if you guys are interested in becoming life coaches or if you just want tools to learn how to life coach yourself or family members, then you can go to the Law of Attraction Life Coach Academy and sign up for our course. And if you want to be on our podcast and get free coaching or ask us questions, go to our podcast show notes and sign up to be on our podcast with us. We'd love to have you guys. Love to have you. So there you go. We gave it to you. Now what you going to do with it? See you next time. See you next time.